Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Wait for it. I can't figure out where the O goes. N O. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at A to Z Horror.com and by the Phantom Podcast Network. Take a minute and head on down to downrightcreepy.com slash phantom. Check out all the other awesome shows the network has to offer. They're growing daily. Uh, maybe not daily, but, you know, it's Feel, growing. Feels like it's close, uh, too. Yeah. It's a good thing. But until then, uh, I'm Jack, and sitting right is Jake. Make sure the Jesus is centered, all right? <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who isn't at home when dead people call. It's Mark. Hey, boys. Oh. For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. Uh, in doing that, we spoil the shit out of that movie, so fair warning on that one. This week, we watched 2008's One Missed Call. It's the American remake uh, version, and we'll get into that soon, which will be a lot of fun. But first, we've got to do the getting drunk part, so on that score, let's do Beers for Fears Mark. What are your beers for these beers? Yeah, we're actually going to get into that right now because I have chosen to drink a Kirinichiban, which is a Japanese beer that is made in the United States, uh, much like this movie. So, there you go. Spoilers, that's much better than my beer selection. Okay. Though I'm not giving you credit. It's not good, but it's much better. Yeah, whatever. What do you got? (laughs) Uh, I am drinking uh, 10 year. Um, by Apocalypse, their 10-year IPA anniversary series, because this movie is almost 10 years old at this point. That's the best I could do. Yeah, that's I was in the worse. beer section for quite a while. This is a hard movie to beer. No, it's not. It is. It's a very hard movie to beer. Let's see how Jake did. Yeah. Jake, huh. what are your beers for these I, beers? I almost bought a Japanese beer, and then I decided that this movie didn't deserve it, and I bought a <laughs> six-pack of Tall Boys of a pretty shitty beer. I'm drinking Narragansett tonight. For the listener, um, so you, you just have no connection. Uh, no, I just decided I might as well get something that is shitty, like this movie, but that gives me a little bit of pleasure in certain ways, like this movie, and get a lot of it. Not like this movie, Narragansett. <laughs> you only got one of this movie, but you have six beer. <laughs> yes, it'll All be right. fun. Which is much better than having six of this movie in one beer. Uh, oh yeah, yes. Oh my god, yes. see, I, that's exactly why I did what I did. Okay, I'm smart. Well. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's a math uh, thing. Before we actually dive into uh, talking about the movie that Mark picked this week, let's do horror release roundup. Just a, uh, this a little bit the late. The timing on this one's a little off. A little bit late. Um, yeah, we we did put it up on the website on the first of May, but this <laughs> podcast won't be coming up out until what the eighth of May or something like that. That'd be correct. So yeah. you know, so but- I mean, going inside baseball on in this thing a little bit. We recorded our last show a little bit before the beginning of the month, and frankly. There were like four movies on the list at the point that we recorded that. It's it's very hard to nail down what is coming out in May, and it turned out to be a pretty sparse month. Yeah. So I'd yeah. like to tell you that it was intentional and that we left time for them to like populate the lists that we review and check and stuff. But No, uh, that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and for those of you who don't know, the Horror Release Roundup is where we scour the internet for all the horror movies coming out over the course of the next month. Uh, this week we'll be doing May of, of 2017, the horror movies coming out that week. Um, yeah, so let's just jump right into it. Mark, what are you most excited for in May? What is your top one? 
look, there's a there's a blockbuster this month. I have a feeling you guys are probably going to touch on that one. I went a little bit of a different direction because there's this movie called Another Evil that I had never heard of before. Uh, first off, the poster art is on point. That shit is it awesome. Is. It, I'll give you that. Um, I have no idea how it actually relates to the movie. It's like a white ape vomiting snakes or something. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically if you remember, if you're like a fan of The Office and you remember the guy Nate who worked in uh, the warehouse in the later seasons. Uh, he's, I mean, he's a stand-up comedian. His name is Mark Proch. I don't know how to say that, but he also has done guest appearances on your local newscast. Is Kenny Strasser the professional yo-yoist? I yeah. highly recommend you look up those videos because they're hilarious. Um, and he's There's, like some—he's a straight-up ghost assassin, according to the tagline. A straight-up ghost assassin. It looks fucking hilarious. Yeah, this movie. I'm happy with your pick here, Mark. Yeah. It, look, it would be a pretty funny movie. Like, it, it's a good concept to begin with, but the fact that it's randomly like Mark Proch. Again, no idea how to say his name. I I think this is this is like the perfect spot for him. He is he is perfectly cast in this role. I don't know who else I'd want. This movie is chock full of like kind of B level character actors who don't get enough recognition for being fucking hilarious. Like uh, it's got that guy Dan Bacadal in it who is in a lot of stuff as just kind of like he usually plays some kind of a bureaucrat. Most recently, I think he's in Veep as a uh, furlong and veep but he's hilarious too this movie just looks funny as shit yeah so it's getting a limited theatrical release by the time that you hear this podcast it will already be in that state i I would imagine it's getting a video on demand release a little bit later but i couldn't find a firm date on that one so keep your eyes peeled yeah i mean it seems like it's definitely going to be one of the more quotable movies i've seen quite a while so i'm looking forward to that but it did it did feel a little too much like Creep for me, the trailer. I, I don't know how they're going to balance that humor with the level of weirdo creepism. I I'm, I think, I'm I a think little this is fearful creep. for that. I don't know. I think this Stand is up creep. set in a tubby. I, I don't I think it this can't is go that creep. far. It cannot oh my go God. that far. <laughs> I think this is Creep if Creep were a comedy. Creep yeah. kind of was a comedy. In a very <laughs> fucked up, not actually a comedy way. I, yeah, not really. <laughs> There were like what are you most excited for? Uh, Alien Covenant comes out this month. Yep. I don't even know if I need to say anything. It's Alien Covenant. This is this is a Ridley Scott filmed Alien film. For for the eagle-eared listener, uh, back in our horror omnibus 2016 award spectacular omnibus, omnibus omnibus, I awarded this. Yeah, nailed it. I awarded that my most anticipated release of 2017. Uh, I'm not going to change that pick now. I'm not going to stray from that. It looks awesome. I've actually been trying to kind of keep myself in the dark on it. I'm a huge fan of the Alien series. I know some people weren't the hugest fans of of Prometheus, things like that. This seems like it's going to be fucking awesome. And if it is going to disappoint, I'm not going to allow it to do so before I have a chance to get my ass in the seat in the theater and have that experience for myself. For the record, I did like Prometheus, so... Fuck you, Jack. Fair enough. Um, I, I I picked Alien Covenant as well no shit. because it's 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 Ridley Scott and it's an alien film. It looks incredible. I I didn't dislike Prometheus. It was just not like it didn't need to be a part of the Alien universe at all. I, the comparisons to Alien were not shouldn't have been made. Yeah, right? it, it just was... shouldn't have anything. It's just a sci-fi movie, and it's a okay sci-fi movie. 
I mean, we'll um, see where this one takes it because I think this is well. Actually, no, I'm misspeaking, isn't it? Because there's another Prometheus coming out, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see where they take it and expand the universe. I think they're trying to provide like backstory, which this is backstory. I mean, you can weigh in on whether or not you actually need it, but yeah. yeah. Now I will say, if you're excited to see Alien Covenant, and you should be, don't watch the trailer. Just don't do it. Yeah. Um, it's everything you expect it to be. It's awesome looking space horror scary shit going on. But I will say there have been at least four or five scenes that are just completely ruined for me now because I've watched that trailer. That had no reason to be ruined. Yeah, like, I mean, I'd advise was... keeping yourself as much in the dark as possible. For like for any horror movie you're excited about, just if you know that it seems interesting, tap out until you can see the real thing. It's going to be a better experience. And, and I would especially recommend that with this. This seems to reveal some of the movie's biggest like potential scares. Um... <laughs> also, its biggest CG Yes, that part for sure. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's the part that worries me the most about this. And okay, I, I mean, I'm kind of hoping it... it's like um, Spider-Man in the uh, Captain America Civil War trailer, right? They weren't quite finished with the CG yet, so he looked like that's shit in the trailer. No but then they'd no finished way. it by the time the movie came out. No way. Eh, maybe. I mean, that happens. It's it's happening with the Justice League too. Look at Cyborg in the the fucking terrible trailers and in the terrible movie i'm sure he'll look better than he does in the terrible trailers jack is this a superhero movie podcast or is this a horror movie podcast it's a horror movie podcast so let's talk about what we're least excited for mark what is your bottom one least anticipated movie coming out in may yeah uh, i might i might regret this one a little bit uh seven witches is what i went with uh comes out on video on demand on the ninth interesting he's just shortly after protecting himself from future bets that's all he's doing (laughs) <laughs> so the interesting thing about this movie is it looks like it's shot pretty well uh there's there's some pretty interesting cinematography in the trailer uh and anytime you can sneak cinematography like that into a trailer i feel like it's a good thing yep. but what holds this movie back and what's frightening to me not from a horror standpoint but from like a real life having to watch this movie standpoint is the acting holy cow it looks bad yeah it looks it, i <laughs> This is a really hard thing to separate. We've had this conversation before. It might be the acting. It's definitely the acting, but I think it's also the writing. So if you have bad actors performing a bad script, I don't care how beautiful your movie is. <laughs> it's going to be unwatchable. Uh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's what this is going to be. Fair enough. Eh. Yeah. Jake, how about you? What are you least looking forward to in May? Uh, applying that sort of uncorked rule, I'm going with Berlin Syndrome, which... By the time this podcast comes out, we'll also be out theatrical limited, I think. I'm fairly certain limited. Um, Look, this one, I just, I don't see anything happening in this movie that separates it from the pool of other available films that you have. Uh, And it doesn't look like it's going to be good to begin with. I, I think the main thing for me is like, I get stuck on the title. Like, why are you even calling it this? (laughs) <laughs> right like what is the yeah. difference but i immediately think stockholm syndrome and then i look at this trailer and it's like what so berlin syndrome doesn't stockholm, appear to be Stockholm. it seems syndrome. like this is just yeah. a regular captive it doesn't look yeah. like stockholm syndrome like what is berlin syndrome then i don't know yeah. does it mean you're like just a captive that spends time in your underwear i don't know i don't care <laughs> it looks shitty yeah also this trailer was like roughly 14 minutes long yeah, it was, it was it was about thirty seven. It was like five percent of the movie. Yeah, it was about thirty seven percent of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing about it intrigues me. And I had to I had to boil it down to that. Otherwise I'd be talking about some horse shit, which I'm not gonna get into right now because frankly it doesn't deserve the time. So 
<laughs> we have a rule for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not yeah. subscribe to that rule. Well, then tell us about it, Jack. Well, I didn't actually pick the Uncorked <laughs> movie um, this uh, this month. I picked uh, a movie called Occupants. Well, that would have been what I would have selected too. So maybe it was it was a good month for Uncorked, dude. <laughs> um, really? So this wait, one is wait, wait, a found wait, wait, footage wait. movie. Fuck you, you, Mark. Honestly, think Fuck Occupants is is going to be worse than whatever. Yep. Thing the, yep. the other one was? Yep. Absolutely. Dude, yellow oh. glow stick goo. Oh. Mark, her, the, the fucking thing they have to to point to a being from another dimension coming through is a yellow paint handprint on the woman's stomach. That's the best they could do. For the record. That's the best effect. I am do. assuming that they explain it. Even if they don't, explain you, it, I don't care if they explain. This it. is the exact type of shit somebody who is excited for Alone in a Ghost House would say. <laughs> <laughs> Which turned out to be middle bad. It was an okay movie. No, I don't, I don't regret you. that decision at all. Mm. So I, but I'm absolutely aware that budgetary concerns are huge in into horror movies like this. Like that's a huge thing, right? Um, but you can do something. A lot of movies have done quite a little bit with very little like hell even that movie we watched capture kill release not too long ago did a lot in the effects department with the tiny budget they had yeah that was impressive the best you can do is some after effects on the camera and a yellow fucking paint handprint on the woman's stomach good work i will also say there's some cg fire in the trailer that looks oh my god (laughs) really bad so that's what I'm picking for my bottom one. Uh, but let's not end the note, end the segment on such a negative note. note. How about uh, Mark? Give us a give us a dark horse pick. I didn't say that very well. No, uh, you say very few things well though. So it's all You'll good. Get tired. It's give all... me a break. Oh my god. Uh, well, in a shocking turn of events, I, I went with occupants. You're um, such um, a piece of shit. Explain just yourself. Just because it's fucking found footage. You're, You're such a son bastard. of a bitch. If you Look, mention if you mention the phrase paranormal activity here, I swear to God, I'm gonna slay you. <laughs> I don't I don't know why this, I would invoke paranormal activity this because looks- this movie just is paranormal activity for like according to the trailer, this is just exactly right down to like the, f- the Mika character being a dick. Yeah, the first it's twenty seconds exactly. are just budget paranormal activity, and then there's yeah. a yellow fucking glow stick hand print. <laughs> I, I guess I'll say I also have like a soft spot for. Alternate dimension, parallel dimension fuckery. Uh, so, and it's not really <laughs> anything you face. see frequently. So, I just on concept alone, bolstered by the fact that it's a found footage movie. I don't know if we mentioned that. Uh, it's probably going to be terrible, but it's my dark horse. Oh, oh, oh my God, Mark. <laughs> Moving along. Jake, how about you? What's your dark mine horse? Mine was another evil. Another evil is mine. Okay, fair enough. Could be, could I was going to pick another could evil, but since... I don't know. Yeah, since Mark picked another evil, I'll go with a different one. Um, I, I'm going to go with uh, Lake Bodum. Sure. Ooh, yeah. Which I'm glad I think looks... I mean, it stunning looks from a yeah. visual perspective. Yeah. yeah, that looks incredible. Now, will it be actually good? I don't know, but I'm, I'm kind of interested in the, like, based on a true story slasher. And I kind of like that it's being released directly to Shudder. Yeah, that's that a cool library. thing. That's pretty neat. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that, that's my Dark Horse. I think that has potential. Yeah, so, I totally agree, actually. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. No. People being fucked with in the woods movies generally go over pretty well with us. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly absolutely. what this is. <laughs> so, that's about it. I feel like it's uh, probably time for a feature presentation, yeah? Oh, God, yep. no. Bring the horn section.
Over at AtoZHorror.com this week, we watched 2008's One Missed Call. Now, it should come as no surprise to anyone that this was a Mark pick. Um, this is the American remake of the 2003 uh, Japanese horror movie. Yeah, also um, called One Missed Call. Yeah. Yep. Mark, you picked this movie, you got 2000s as the decade, and what, what subgenre did you have to pick within that got you to this? I assume it was classic. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <You're so laughs> I have stupid. no idea what it was. Supernatural, maybe? Oh, God, you don't even know. <laughs> I, that was just, a long time ago, man. That was like nine weeks ago. He's just He was just itching for a reason to pick one missed call. Oh, God. Were you itching for a reason to pick this movie? Uh, Not really. No, Honestly, he... you guys gave me the combination, and I looked it up, and that was one that was staring at me, and I've kind of actually been wanting to see it, but it did fit, so. All right. Yeah. God. Okay, well, it's your pick, which means you have to give us a 30-second plot synopsis. 30 seconds are about to be on the goddamn clock. It's gonna start when you start. Okay, so we have a gaggle of of college kids who all have each other's phone numbers, right? And uh, basically, they are dying off one by one, starting with Shelly, I think her name was. She gets a call, she gets pulled into a lake, whatever. What's mysterious is that each person who dies sends a voicemail to the next person in line, who, when you listen to the voicemail or video message or whatever it is, you hear yourself die. Things progress. Turns out it was actually a small child who was abusing her sister, died of an asthma attack, and then her mom died in a fire from an unrelated source. Weirdly. Uh, Time. (laughs) The end. That's it. And then it just sort of ends. (laughs) Well, it does, actually. Uh, Yeah, I didn't really get into the cop or the plot of the movie at all. I'm getting increasingly bad at these. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I will give it to you, though. There is a surprising amount going on here, which is not to the movie's benefit. No, not at all. But it does a lot of stuff. What What do you mean, well? It just, it, uh, yeah, no, it's bullshit. Yep. <laughs> this this movie's hilarious in its own way as a as a piece of like performance. Mark, art. you can't just consistently pick movies that are hilarious in their own way as a piece of performance art. At least this one had Shannon Sossaman in it. Is that a really? Is that a good thing? Yeah, I love it's her. Not bad. What what else? She's has she been in that was good other than a Knight's Tale, she, which is objectively the best a movie Knight's of all time. Tale. And she was in, that. yeah, and she was in that Forty Days and Forty Nights movie. That movie was horse. That was kind of funny. Josh Hart. And Garnett. then she was in that How to Make It in America show. I don't know what that is. It's a show about how hard it is to be extremely attractive people in New York. It sounds bad. In the late two thousand. That sounds really hard. Yeah. You're not painting a good um, picture here. I like her. Okay. I think she's adorable. <laughs> Great. <laughs> The last movie Mark picked did not have Shannon Sossaman in it. We liked the last movie I picked, I think. Wasn't that Killer Clowns? I'm, I'm... That was one of your better picks. Yeah. yeah. I've, had, <laughs> I've had a few stinkers in there, but whatever. we got to mix it up. <laughs> All right. So, Mark, you hadn't seen this before. I had not. Had you seen the Japanese original? I still have not. Okay. Jake, how about you? Nope. Okay. So, what, Mark, then what excited you to see this movie? <laughs> uh... I have a weird thing for for J-horror remakes in America. Uh, The Ring, obviously one of my favorites. The Grudge is another great remake. And then you you get like this this weird... And then it fell straight off a cliff after The Grudge. You get movies like Pulse, which is, believe it or not, worse than this movie. I don't don't know if that's possible. Oh, (laughs) oh, it is. It 
is. Uh, I you, haven't seen Pulse this. in a long time. I feel like it's not and as bad. It's probably a recency bias, but I feel like this is worse than Pulse. It no, no. <laughs> Pulse is awful. It it it's it's the Johnny Manziel of of horror movies. I don't know, Mark. This movie it, won it beats was, its was declared by IMDb to be the worst movie of 2008, I think. Well, this Pulse movie didn't come out. I'm pretty in sure this movie has a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, yeah, it is. It does have a claim to fame of being like one of the worst movies ever made. But I feel like <laughs> oh, part okay, of that. Good, good. Well, but part of that mythology is self-serving, right? Like once something already has a zero on Rotten Tomatoes, it's always that going to continue to be. Yeah, moving. it it hits a critical mass, and then it's just you can't stop a train. Yeah, it's tipped. <laughs> yeah, it went on tilt. Yeah. Uh, and to be to be fair, I don't think this was the worst movie of 2008 it, it's lacking in quality uh in a lot of ways i'm sure we'll get into them but this is by no means like the worst movie that came out that year i just think me? i just think it's Pretty funny bad. i just think it's funny that you for a 2000s the setup 2000s and supernatural is that right we, I'll, tell what, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Whatever the whatever the thing was, I, I could not have picked Paranormal Activity. You could have picked the Grudge. Yeah, I, you I know, we were trying. Jake kept throwing a monkey wrench into our plans to pick Paranormal. You activity. You could have picked the Grudge. That fits every single thing you just said, and you picked the zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes movie. Well, I had already seen Grudge, and I wanted to see this. Fine. I like a little variety in my life. That's Jake. fine. That's fine. That's the <laughs> only argument you could have come up with that would have satiated me. <laughs> I, I'm going to get satisfied by this guy. <laughs> Fuck. So, Mark, what do you think the movie did right upon your viewing of it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. Uh, Fuck you, Mark. First off, that's a good question, Jack. Thanks for asking. Um, yeah. I just want to take a moment to recognize <laughs> the, the goodness of that question. And comment on it, because uh, you don't get a lot of good questions. Listen to anymore. this vamp. This is a professional vamp <laughs> session. Mark, Mark, I, I, I'll throw you, I'll throw you a softball here while you continue to vamp, because I know you're a smart guy that can multitask. While you're vamping, care to take a guess as to what the budget for this movie was? Oh my god, I cheated. I already looked at this. Actually. Jack, care to take a guess as to what the budget for this movie was? I would guess yes, sir. this is in the fifteen to twenty million dollar. That's range. actually a really Correct. good guess. It was twenty seven mil. Okay. Uh, oh, and how, how much did it make? It made twenty. It made twenty six million. It basically broke even. Twenty six. <laughs> my the numbers I'm looking at are twenty six no, 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 eight no, seven no, six. No. Yes. No. Yes. It made twenty six million. Oh, in profit. okay. I'm looking at gross. Its budget yeah. was twenty million. Its box office was forty five point eight. Okay, yeah. What I'll... you might be looking at is stateside. No, I'm, it, it I'm looking at what it, gr- I'm looking at what it grossed. The the three of us plunked down fucking eight bucks for it or twelve bucks for it collectively. So that added to how much money it's made. So those numbers have probably changed. We're it, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna really spike the revenue for this movie. They're gonna be like whatever what? it was. It's People more are than suddenly renting this. Yeah. I'll say this. I'm split on the monsters in general. I actually think the concept of having these like hallucinations that are haunting you for a few days is pretty cool, although the execution is a little rough. But the uh, the fi- not final scene, but the second to last, the the false resolution in the air ducts when she's uh, in the yeah abandoned mental hospital. Yeah, because the, this movie didn't have enough tropes going the fuck exactly, on. It, dude. It was <laughs> it was just a hospital, but yeah. Um, oh. So the the monster in the ducks is actually pretty good. I I do like that. That whole scene is actually solid. 
Okay. Only, I think only because they stopped showing you that fucking CGI baby holding the phone, and anything looks great after you see that shit. Y- yeah. That was unfathomably <laughs> stupid looking. <laughs> There's a lot and they of... tried to play it off as so menacing. It's a, the worst looking CGI doll baby I've ever seen, mm. holding a cell phone that's playing a... Oh, God. There's a lot of really bad CG in this movie, but... I guess what I'm saying is there's a shot in particular when she's in the vents. I think it's like right after she smashes the cell phone. Um, and you see the silhouette of obviously she's already seen the body because that was the thing that was holding the cell phone. But she turns away from it. And then behind her, you see the silhouette of the body like sit up. And that's something we've seen before in a lot of movies. But I feel like it executed that scene very well. I actually kind of got the chills a little bit. Oh, OK. Oh. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's one thing it did well. OK. Yeah, moving right along. Uh, Jack. Shannon Sossaman, I think she acted, pr- her acting was pretty good. <laughs> and hers alone. Jack Jack continues to only have one way of describing actors. They're good. Their acting is good. Their acting, yeah. I feel like they acted good. She did. <laughs> she was emotive. That's what you got? That's how you're, okay. Yeah. That's another thing it did well. Solid. What do you think of the... Uh, what, 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 what had the rest of the cast do in that case, then? How did Andrews do? The detective Terribly. guy. Terribly. Wait, is Andrews the cop guy? Yeah. Detective Jack, whatever his name is? I don't know. Jack McSquarejaw? Yeah, Ed, Ed Burns, the guy from uh, uh, Saving Private Who Ryan. wrote The Wire? Yeah, I know that guy. Sure. It's not that Ed Burns. Oh. It, um... I'd, Edward Burns, then. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta have different names in the SAG, so I don't know how that type of shit happens. I don't either. Um, his acting was terrible. Uh, genuinely terrible. Uh, his cop was one of the least believable characters I've ever seen. Both the worst cop and, like, it's it's just crazy. I have several. Fair enough. I have several things to say right now. Let's okay. let's keep it positive though. Jack, roll around the you, horn. Jake, you, you got to say something nice. Would you? No. First, I have to address this asshole. <laughs> oh. First, would you care to describe? I either you have to do one of the two fucking things here. Either okay. talk about why Shannon Sossman did good acting, did good, or talk about why she was emotive. <laughs> You have to talk about either why there was good acting or bad acting. You need to describe something. Not just it was good or it was unfathomably terrible. That's not good enough. <laughs> sure. I, I think that when Shannon Sosman, like, her fear comes through really well when she's terrified and, and freaking out. And, like, her crying seemed believable and all that shit. Which was in stark contrast to every other character who, like, looked straight up and went, No! For the most part. Not literally, but did shit like that. Like, when he's talking about his sister and he, like comes across a memory of his sister, he grabs his face in his hands and just starts going, Ugh. it was just <laughs> miserable. <laughs> I am so uncomfortable because of this memory. Yeah. He went to the, the Donnie Wahlberg in that bullshit movie about Dahl's school of acting. The Except he job? wasn't shaving his face. Item number two. Yeah. We fucking skipped... What in the fuck subgenres of horror does this thing fall into? Oh, shit. We sure did. <clears throat> all of them. This is just trying to be all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's trying to be. Care to talk about it? 
<laughs> sure. So this is a supernatural movie. I'm stealing the layup, even though it was Mark's pick, because I'm mad. I don't, I don't that definitely that definitely wasn't what the layup was, because I would have picked Paranormal Activity if it were supernatural. Unfortunately, there's absolutely no record of that conversation ever happening. So, yep. <laughs> no, there's no oh, way we well. could find that out. Um, yeah. So, Mark, give us another subgenre then. Uh, ghost. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. Let's move Those on. Those two things frequently <laughs> I, go. Hand I honestly hand. don't care. I just had to point out that you fucking skipped it. I I did skip it. This movie. This this movie has thrown me off my whole game. Yeah. Plus, I've spent all day living your literal nightmare, so I'm a little frazzled. A lot of spiders. Spiders. I got covered in more spiders than exist. I was like breaking up the old deck, and I hit one board, and it snapped, and it flung what must have been four spiders like at my face, and then they were just at my face and down my shirt. I don't like. Were they daddy long legs or were they like tarantulas? Was it arachnophobia? Well, first, are you daddy long legs are not spiders? Well, come on. Okay, I'm not even scared. Okay, Mister Pedantry. And they were a combination of spiders and centipedes, which I hate much more than spiders. Centipedes are gross. Yeah. So I'm frazzled, so that's why I skipped it. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, at least the listener has your excuse now. They'll file it away. Yeah. They'll make sure to give us a thumbs up now. (laughs) Excuse number 4B of why Jack's unprofessional. (laughs) I got covered in spiders earlier. I can't think No, that's the drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do I need to talk about what it did well now? Well, no, we got to... Uh, let's finish <laughs> the subgenre. No, I, I, I seriously I don't have this to. Is, this is... I seriously just want to move on. Okay. Just... So talk about what else. Mark, do you have well. anything else to add? I, you you seem well, like you're champing at the bit here. So My only my only question is, does J-horror count as no. a subgenre? We don't Maybe have it, it on the list. Probably yeah. should. We should, but this one would be no. This is a J-horror remake. Yeah, but it's a, a J-horror remake. So, wait, would there be J-horror and then J-horror OG? Yeah, hold on. Sub-sub-genre? Yeah, and then like, J-horror I kinda think not of... OG? Sub-sub-genre? J-horror, I think J-horror comma, as the Americanized American remakes of Japanese horror movies. Me? I mean, that's a real thing. I think that's a that's a thing. So, there's J-horror. <clears throat> J-horror OG yes. and J-E Japanophile. What? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Scarecrow! Jake's, <laughs> Jake's gone <laughs> off the edge, man. You're aware of the fact that our listeners can't see your hand gestures, right? <laughs> I got them on the vine here, buddy! Woo! So we're back, and Jake, I yeah. take it from our previous conversation, you don't have anything else this movie did well. Uh, no, I hadn't even started talking about what it did well. I just wanted to move on from the uh, list of categories. Okay, then talk about what it did well. My God, how drunk are you? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Um, one thing I do think it did well was the humor side. We did talk about that. A lot of what it did was funny. Whether or not it was going for that, it worked in its favor. Because at the end of the day, like, as you're watching this movie as a viewer, you have to try to pick out things that are enjoyable for you. And the horse shit that's going on, like... so you're I, forced I'm... to try to find things that are good, and it was kind of funny. Some of the bad acting and some of the shitty CG just works synergistically to create this sort of humor. I was trying to figure out if the exorcism scene, like uh-huh. the show within the show, was supposed to be funny or not. How the fuck could that be passed off as live TV? What was that supposed to be funny? Well, they were or like, not? like, I don't understand. That's where like the script also falls apart too, right? No, oh, I don't yeah. think it was supposed to be funny, Jack. 
to answer your question. Because, yeah, I mean, the dude, exorcist in there says, I command you to be gone from this cell phone in, like, a loud, booming exorcist voice. And I legitimately burst out laughing when he screamed, <laughs> I command you to be gone from this cell phone. Well, I mean, I think, I don't know if they're outwardly going for, like, laughs. They're going for gasps. Um, <laughs> no, but realistically, where it's at. they're putting something they're on not, the screen man. they are aware is lunacy. Yes, and if you take that as humorous, good on you. But they're not necessarily like it doesn't have to be a joke. But like because that scene could have been if it was intended to be could have been such a good parody of stuff because like he's like satan i'm calling you out by name yeah yeah. which is like a fundamental misunderstanding of like the knowing a demon's name gives you power over it thing like it's just it's wrong in so many ways that if it's parody it's fucking hilarious and but it's still hilarious even if it isn't parody right but it's 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 genius if it's parody what is it if it's not parody bad writing that's funny because it's bad I, I disagree with that. I, I I mean I think they were they were cognizant of the fact whatever, maybe it is parody. I, I think they were cognizant of the fact that they were poking fun at idiotic live TV exorcism shows. But it's Yeah. Alright, fine. But what you did say, Jack <laughs> I don't care. I really don't care this episode. But what you did say, Jack, is something that you you reminded me. Something else this movie did well is you can put a timestamp on it because it's all like the flip phone late aught era it cell phones. Be. That's the iPhone was out at this time. Mm, mm, not really. So like people aren't rolling all of around the, with smartphones all of the, in 2008, dude. All of the phones in the movie are boost mobile phones, which I think is a yeah. pretty interesting, like There's time like capsule product. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say <laughs> is like, despite the fact that I don't think that's like, an attempt at making this quality, the ability to timestamp and kind of think about what was going on at that time for some people of, I guess, were the perfect age. That's a little bit of a novelty. And actually, for the record, the iPhone wouldn't have been out yet. Uh, Maybe they they were they were released at roughly the same time. I smell a bet. Why are all the bets I'll between take you and this me? fucking bet? Because Jake's take no fun. Bet. It wasn't out. I already told you. People weren't rolling around with iPhones. Jake, I will. T- okay, so you're going to bet me that the iPhone was not released in 2008. Uh, not the January not the year. of 2008. is when this movie came no, out. No, it's not. Yes, so it is. the the commercial. Okay, so I'm going to broker. I'm going to broker a bet right here. The commercial release of the iPhone happened February 1st or later in two of 2008. And I'm taking the earlier. And Jack is taking the earlier. Um, Are you taking this bet, Jake? Fine, fuck it. I, I have a lot to say if I lose this, but fine. <laughs> Let's gamble. In my club, I will splash the pot whenever the fuck I please. Oh, oh, that's it. Gambling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so silly when I gamble. <laughs> According to the History of iPhone Wikipedia, mm. wow, the first iPhone was released on June 29th, 2007. Mm. Bam! Half a year. <laughs> All right. So All right. you can pick me a movie, but while you're doing that, I would like my rebuttal, please. You yes. get it. That's like, we're in the time period where it's like the very early adopters, because this is like the epitome of a luxury product at that point. Like people are not, like I said, rolling around with iPhones. This is a timestamp of the end of that area era of the flip phone. 
Fuck, some of our friends still have flip phones. It's obscene. <laughs> it's it's 2017. It's been 10 years. I, I will say I remember when I in 2008, I had a blue flip phone that, I mean, it didn't look like the ones in this movie, but they, it was equally chintzy. I no longer so. had a flip phone, but it, I didn't have an iPhone. I didn't have a smartphone for some years. Yeah. No, I didn't. I definitely didn't yeah. either. And I mean, I would say that back in, it's become a thing now where the new phone comes out and you upgrade immediately. It was not a thing back then. Right. Like, you just stuck with your phone until it stopped working. Oh, for sure. Actually, you know what were really big phones at the time that this movie came out were the LG chocolate things that were like oh, God, perfect yeah. rectangles. Yeah. They lasted like a maximum of three months because yeah. they were made so shittily. The chocolate. So, yeah. Jake, I have I have randomly selected a month. Unless, Jack, you would like the honor? Jack won the bet. Of course uh, it's his honor. I, okay. I have one queued up here that I'm, I'm pretty pleased with. I'm not, then. <laughs> um, this is uh, one that I think is on Netflix. I think I've breezed by it a few times. Thank Jake, God. this is uh, from April of 2016. Ugh. This is an exorcism movie. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. This is the exorcism of Anna Eklund. <laughs> and this is what you get to watch. I really That's hope that shit's on Netflix, because if I had to pay for this, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. You should actually be pretty glad that uh, that he that we went with Jax because I ended up coming up with a laundry man. Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> no, so dodged a bullet on that one. I think. Yeah, I you know. really did. Not really. You're both scraping the bottom of the shit barrel on that one. <laughs> hey guys, All let's right. talk about what this fucking movie did wrong. Uh, <laughs> How much time do we have left? In any way, shape, or form, they're all um, terrible. In almost all ways, shapes, and forms. I'm going to stand by my earlier comment. That oh, okay, the I'll, I'll give you good. that. That one, yeah, that one scene is okay. I, I don't think they have aged well. I'll say that. I, I do think to give credit where it's due, there's some, there are some interesting like concepts, like the older woman, I don't know, woman demon thing with like the mouths for eyes. The one that's on the poster is decent yeah. looking. Like that's an interesting concept. It has not aged well by any means, but <laughs> eh. bad execution, terribly executed. Yeah. Yeah, like, because I'll give you that. Like when she looks in class, the first girl, yeah, and Shannon Sossaman's hand is like crawling with centipedes going into her skin and shit. Like that's horrifying. It just looked so bad that it didn't freak me out that much. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And this um, this era is kind of well. I guess it's still true. Never mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna retract my statement. There is always room for shitty CG. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, there is. Um, I, yeah. I guess actually, I, I I will say what I was gonna say is that the the era was ripe for really bad effects. I don't think that's quite right, but I will say this: the high end special effects, unless you went like Star Wars level high end, they looked really bad. All in almost all the movies that came out in like the mid aughts. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they looked like the movie the effects from the original Mummy for a really long time. Like they all looked like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I guess piggybacking a little bit on this, the other thing is, this movie has a lack of connective tissue between its effects and what is actually happening on on screen. I guess that's a knock against story, but they have a story, and then they put scary shit on screen that has just literally no relevance whatsoever to the like canon of the film. None. But the like, canon of the film is also bananas and... <clears throat> confusing as shit yeah so but you could at least <laughs> use things of that world they i guess they they put a jar of centipedes in the background of the scene where the two girls are playing together to like explain the centipedes but like why are there demons with mouths for eyes and shit there's like no that? reason yeah there's absolutely no reason yeah 
so that is a certainly something that pervades throughout this movie, both with the effects as well as the kind of the story and arc in general. Just no connective tissue whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jake, what else? I mean, I think, like I said, it... Never mind, I'm going to change pace here. With what Mark was Riveting. saying, yeah. With- <laughs> change pace from nothing to... <laughs> to also nothing. It had way too good. much going on for its own good. I think it, it's related to what Mark was saying with no connective tissue. When you have no connective tissue, the issues that come about by making a change are exacerbated and you have so many things going on with this movie with like the paranormal happenings that are associated with these phone calls and the dying off of the various 20 somethings that are then like shoehorned into this family and the two daughters and like the abusive daughter that was attempted to be explained by an abusive mother because Shannon Sossaman's mother was abusive, <laughs> but oh wait, it wasn't that. It's like you got to be fucking kidding me. Just cool your jets and have something straightforward, please. It's also like for the first few people, it was connected, right? Like two people died, then the nurse died, and then, but then it's just some random college kid got the call. There's no connection. Then it was just a game of telephone. Yeah. And the well, thing, the, first... the other thing is, it's not even an evil force. She's just a bully. Yeah. Right? She's just a mean little kid. Yeah in, yeah. in the ring, you have a girl who's, like, habitually abused and is apparently also a demon, but then she, her parents are also shitting. She's drowning in a well, and that's a real thing. In The right. Grudge, you have, like, a woman who's rage-killed by her husband, I think. I haven't seen that movie in a while. This is just, like, a girl who's, who's a bitch. asthmatic. <laughs> like, that's her big thing, is she just has asthma. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's insane. The other thing is, like, I don't know why they tried to do so many different things when they can't handle the writing on any of it. The attention to detail in the writing is almost non-existent. And it's little things from, like, when the guy, when the college kid is about to get his call, he says, uh, that call was dated Wednesday. And Shannon Sossaman says, you mean today? It's like, well, you wouldn't say that. You would say that call was dated today, not that call was dated Wednesday and have someone else explain to you that today is Wednesday. Then there's just shit. Oh, my God. It's infuriating. Jack, you were in college once. You forgot what day it was from time to time. <laughs> I did you forget still what forget day what day it was. You know what's is. interesting is is college is the one time I never forgot what day it was because you don't remember what classes you were going to. I rarely went to classes. <laughs> now that every day is the same, I have no idea what That's day it true. is. That's true. I actually I knew what day it was because I knew what day the party was happening. Exactly. But yeah. then, like, one of the kids at the party in the beginning, I think the first thing he says as the camera's just passing by him is, and then we were having sex and phone sex at the same time. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Could you even I mean, have phone sex with a flip phone? That's the great mystery here. Yeah, phone sex is describing what's no. happening. Cyber yeah, sex no. is chatting. Well, cyber sex is chatting about it. It's yeah. not Skype yeah. sex. Oh, so they were they That's were talking. Video. They were talking. They were, they talk- were talk- talk- talking. Exactly. There's, there's talk. They were using the phone apps on their there's phone. There's talk sexing, and then there's sexting, and then there's other sexing. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. an app on my phone now that allows me to call people. I think yeah. they were using that. Oh, yeah. shit, really? I didn't know that existed. Yeah. It's called phone. <laughs> but it's like on, on the mine. cop lets a random woman come along on his dangerous investigation because she was a tertiary friend of the decedent. Yep. Not like a family member, just like, I met you today and I'll be fucked if I'm not going to be there for your dangerous investigation. He's just like, eh. 
Well, and then the thing that they use to tie all the murders together, they're like, cute little nod to the fact that, like, oh, these are connected, is a fucking piece of candy. Why is it candy? Oh, the because candy. the asthmatic child gave her sister candy. Which I thought was a marble for the whole movie. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like Make it very... look like fucking candy. Like, uh, it looks... Oh it, my God. I'm pretty sure they used a marble it, for film. It really should have been a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, green, that would have been apple. at least something. I think that's kind of what they were going for, I guess. Like, But it, I think they actually used marbles. I, I, I don't care. There's also care. stuff like, why have the cop... Why show shimming the lock in that detail when that's absolutely not what he's doing in that scene? That's not how you shim a lock in any way. And he just carries a, like, piece of plastic to shim a lock? No. They do issue cops lockpicks if they want, but they aren't a white, slightly larger than a credit card piece of cardboard or plastic. It would, It's crazy. Yep. And, yeah. That scene is, uh, yep. I think we've touched on most things. I'm not sure we can really go anywhere else from here. Why is Shannon Sossaman afraid of peepholes? Why does that keep coming up? Because, I guess, because she looked through a peephole and saw her dad kill himself. Okay. Okay, I didn't get that. Um, the peephole on her door is way too high for a normal person. No, I mean, come on. They, I refuse to believe they built a fake door and just accidentally overlooked the fact that they put a people too high. That's a I real door. Did. It I just has a bit of a design defect in it. I'm not going to give you credit for that one. <laughs> Her mail slot is way... The mail is so far away. There's no way it could come out of that fucking mail slot unless it was being, like, launched out within some sort of a cannon through the mail slot. It's, like, six feet away from the door. So what I'm getting from you, Jack, is that there's just a general lack of attention to detail. <laughs> yes. Okay. That was my point. Good. <laughs> I should have just said that. <laughs> yeah, I, think you, I think you did, and then we just kept talking about it for like five minutes. Um, Does anyone else have see. anything mean to say about this movie? No. Um, when dead people oh, call, okay. we're not at home. Shannon Sossman says that after they like turn the, take the batteries out of the cell phones. The movie's called One Missed Call. It's about missing calls. You weren't home when it called the first time. That's not going to do a damn thing. That's actually a good question. Like, if you receive the call, how do you know what the timestamp was? Oh, shit. You just go off the call log? That's how you beat it. You actually just have to pick <laughs> it up, talk to it. Like, I don't hey, understand yeah. how Shannon Sossman beat it. How? How? <laughs> why isn't she dead? Uh, because she was protected by the mother in the, in the ducks. Why? It doesn't make <laughs> sense, Jack. <laughs> The mother is the good force. Why and she it just singled randomly out shows up for the main character one time. Yeah, I guess. I mean, so no. doing a lot of legwork for the movie here. She goes and finds the deserted corpse of the mom in the hospital. Which side note: no air ducts are that large ever. ever. Anyways, yeah, yeah, that's a diehard thing though. Yeah. Um, don't. But this one she is giant because she does a terrible job crawling. So so she pulls the mother out. She gets like a proper treatment or whatever. I assume she's actually going to get buried. And I would assume that in the world of the writers of this film, frees her spirit, and she is the protector of her daughter and the and, and like the people who her daughter is bullying. So she effectively is able to intervene on their behalf. Okay. Except in okay. the case of Andrews, who just arbitrarily gets stabbed in the eye through a people. <laughs> She yeah. shows ghost, up a little late to that one. The ghost changes from, like, Final Destination-style weird happenings really. to, 
I'm gonna stab a knife through this. Not really. It quickly. also kind of starts that way though, because remember the first scene where it's like an arm out of a pool. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Pulled her. In yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's I guess I'm just thinking of when the guy died yeah, in the construction the site, a block like, away, exploded right through his and yeah, threw rebar through him. Yeah, bullshit. I don't know. Um, my last note is that a tremendous number of ghosts hit that metal door face first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can remember that, Mark? I that's no, I don't remember that. When when she and the cop are in the hospital and they like finally manage to close the door behind them and a lot of stuff's chasing them, and then like all sorts of handprints like make big metal dents in the door. Some of them are like face prints, metal <laughs> dents in this door. <laughs> There's four or five face prints of ghosts that hit this door face first, I guess. I mean that's how I'd run into it. <laughs> ghosts can fly, right? So you can you're probably flying horizontal. Yeah. So yeah, ghosts hitting the metal door face first was my last note on here. Um, that's anything. Anybody got anything else no. like to say about the movie? Why would I have anything else to say about this? I have some more things I could say about Shannon Sossaman. Go ahead. Enlighten I, me. I I yeah, enjoy he her. That's not more things. That's exactly what you always do. Where you say I want to talk about blah, and then you. Have I want to talk about how pretty Shannon Sosserman is for one second. Shannon Sosserman's really pretty. Any other topics? Topics? Talk a bit. <laughs> Let's talk it's, a bit. It's time to go to ratings. Like, like Let's talking bits. Go to, Let's bits of go talking. to ratings. Jesus Christ! My God. Hey, I just met you. We over at 80Z Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how Doc Brown would rate his need for roads where he's going. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. And for 10, think of how Norma Desmond would rate her size in relation to the pictures. I am big. It's the pictures that got small. Story is the first category in which we rate these movies. Uh, Mark, this was your fucking pick. Rate it for story. Oh... There's something beautiful about <laughs> a movie a bitch. that tries so hard and just falls on its face. Like just <laughs> like just utterly fails in every aspect of I gave it a 2. This is there is a story here. But they tried so much and almost none of it worked. They tried so hard There's, and got so far. Yeah, but, but in, in the, the end, end it didn't really, really matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> Oof. That's uh, that's all I want to say. There's no connective tissue, and that's the problem with the story. Great. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I gave it a two as well. I think also the only thing they chose to do to try and explain why it happens on cell phones and why they're critical to the whole endeavor is one, the little girl used a cell phone when she was dying, and two, the exorcist on live TV says we all know that supernatural spirits exist in waves like cell phones use, so it makes sense that they'd be in cell phones. <laughs> and I think the movie's riding on that. Yep. <laughs> and then he says, I command you to be gone from this cell phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two. I gave it a two. Good. Jake. I gave good. it a three and a half. Ooh, whoa. Huge, right? Doubling up uh, on our scores. Pretty almost, Mark. Uh, simply because... Literally doubling up. No. Not Keep literally. Keep joke. Yeah, I Mark can't do understand. it. Mark doesn't understand literally. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. I gave it a three and a half. What do you want from me? I thought the con- <laughs> I thought the conceit of, like, hearing how you die is not a an absolutely terrible one. And it's, it's hard to give credit to just this particular execution of the movie. Because it's a remake of a Japanese movie. But I'm going to give 
some credit to that. So, three and interestingly, on that point, we didn't talk about this during the actual review, but the director kind of famously did not watch the original movie. Yeah. What a lazy yeah. all the actors. actors yeah. not to watch it either. Good job. Because the original movie had some quality to it, and he wanted none of that to seep its way into this film. Well, I mean, that being said, he wasn't in charge of the script, right? So the script, the people who were in charge of the script had seen the movie. It was just That's the director fair. and actors who hadn't, which yeah. I'm okay with, I think. Like, the movie's setup is is similar to the, to the one the Japanese, uh, whatever, put out. Is it? Supposedly, there's there's a likeness between I mean, the main it is characters. About one missed call, I guess. Yeah, there's a yeah. The name's the same. I figure the rest of it's the same, <laughs> right? That analysis holds up. Yeah, world building and immersion is our next category. Mark, what is your world building and immersion score? <laughs> this one's kind of hard for me, honestly. Uh, I actually, I, I enjoyed watching this movie as as sort of like. Just just witnessing it for the hot mess that it is. I knew that it was not great. So putting that already in, like going into the movie with that in my brain, none of the like stupid, egregious things that would normally take me out of a movie actually took me out. So weirdly, I ended up being more immersed in this than I was expecting. <laughs> okay. Still not great. Still very much not great. But I do think, I mean, it, it was a, it was about average to almost slightly better than average. I, I gave it a five and a half. What the fuck I are you? Are you? <laughs> what do you want? That's, that is an average score. Yeah, that's astonishing. <laughs> I gave it a two, and that was solely <laughs> because Shannon Sossaman was in it. If it was someone else <laughs> other than her and maybe Naomi Watts, I would have given it a one. Hold on, I don't think we've touched on her yet. What are your thoughts on her? I I, I enjoy her. As an her. actor. She's a good actor. Okay. Yeah. Good. Now we've She's covered it. She's good at it. Jake. Yeah. Um, I gave it a two. Jake, what did you give this in for World Being Immersion? Stop texting. I'm not texting. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't... You don't know what we're talking yes, about. Yes, I do. That guy doesn't even get us, man. <laughs> are you going to give it your score? Probably not. <laughs> Jesus. Jake's on strike. Jake's just drinking beer. <laughs> he's texting. He's drinking beer. I gave it a two. I hated it. <laughs> Mark's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, scare factor Oops. is the uh, the next category. Mark, what are you rating it for? Scare factor. Uh, I gave it a three. Um, it's literally only the scene in the air ducts that's that's saving okay. it. There's some, like you said, there's some creative imagery. I don't know if the execution was really there. Uh, but I, I like the concept of being haunted by these like weird hallucinations. Even if they're wildly unexplained within the context of the film, you're still, whatever, you're still technically haunted by them. That's a little creepy. Looking across the street and seeing like old lady with mouths for eyes is creepy. Yes. There's, there's stuff here. I don't know. It's three. I completely agree. I gave it a three. Like, even the centipede crawling into someone's hand, yeah. that isn't actually happening. That shit's creepy, too. It's just all miserably executed, so three. I think there needs to be more hallucinations in movies. Because the other one that always, like, the movie itself didn't stick with me, but the one that sticks out in my brain for some reason is uh, the exorcism of 
uh, Emily Rose when she's in the college class and she's like looking at the person next to her yeah. and his his like face melts. Eyes are melting. It, the, yeah. the eyes melt a lot in that. Movie. It's a good. Yeah. It's a good scare effect. And now that I'm thinking about it, you don't really see a lot of it. Because it does two things, right? It makes you feel unsettled because you're not sure if they're going crazy or they're like being haunted, and it's also just a scary thing to think about if you saw it. It's like it's a good, good jump scare. Yeah. Right? You're expecting a human and not a crazy face-melting person. Yeah. Also, this movie has the laziest fucking jump scares. Yeah, it's full of those. Well, do you want to give your scare score, Jack? Maybe Jake has something to say I about did. it. Oh, that was simultaneous I, baton passing. I gave it a three, Jake. Cool. Anything else to say? It's your yeah, turn what to is rate. It? You just what said is you gave it a three. Is what it... Yeah, and I talked about it for five minutes after no, you that. Didn't. <laughs> and then I summed Jake's... it all. Oh my god, Jake, what's happening? <laughs> Jake is only tenuously here. <laughs> what movie did we watch? <laughs> <laughs> we Which watched the 2003 Japanese movie, One Missed Call. Oh, I gave it a seven. <laughs> I gave Scare Factor a three and a half. I didn't think it was great. Uh, it was below average, but I do think that there is some, like you guys kind of lent insight to, I think there is something to be said about some of the hallucination type bits that it, it sort of started to hint at, but the execution just couldn't get you fully into the scare that it was trying to pose, especially considering we're 10 years out and that did not age well, which I think we're going to get into in about four seconds here because I'm done talking. Yep. Uh, effects or judicious oh, lack thereof yeah. is our penultimate category. Not the latter. Mark, what is your rating for effects <laughs> yeah. or judicious lack thereof? Well, Jake stepped on my joke. I was going to say this is definitely a judicious lack thereof movie. Ha. Huh. Uh, so which funny. is a joke. It is No not shit, Mark. There's so much CG, and it's mid-2000s CG that is so bad looking. It, uh, look, okay, here's what it did good. Uh, the air duct scene. Okay. It did mediocre. End of sentence. <laughs> and? <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the only good effect. I mean, I guess it's not really an effect, but like the time capsuleness of the, of the phones is kind of cool from like a prop standpoint, but I don't really think <laughs> that took any effort at all from their no, that's part. Just, those they had product everywhere. placement from Boost Mobile. Yeah. Yeah. That's like saying the costumes were really good for the 2000s when they were just wearing normal fucking 2000s clothing. So (laughs) I don't think it really deserves all that much credit. And beyond that, like almost all of these effects are happening in the middle of the scenes that are supposed to be scary. So it not only is just ubiquitous and terrible, but it's also actively taking you out of any scene that you could have been scared by again, except for the air duct scene. Uh, Cardinal Sin. I, I mean, I don't want to put this in the dregs of, of the ones that are like really, really, truly awful, but I'm gonna, so it gets a two. Yeah, I, uh, I'm really having to talk myself out of giving it a one Ooh. just because Ooh. I don't feel like this is the worst effects ever, ever. No. But I have, I can find almost nothing redeeming about it. Um, I guess I'll give it a two because, Mark, you're right, the air duct scene isn't the worst thing in the world, and I have literally seen worse effects before. So See Poltergeist. Not a one. Whoa! No, Poltergeist had pretty good effects. Yeah, Poltergeist effects were pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah, I forgot you guys actually liked the, I, the, the... Nope, okay. That's a... Never mind. <laughs> We've already had that conversation. So I, I'm going to give it a two, yeah. I guess. Mark, um, you, your effect score for Poltergeist, Poultry Geist, fuck, compared to ours was astonishing. 
I gave it a one well, and a half. Yeah, that's absurd. Look at his world-building and immersion score for this fucking movie. Yeah. Also astonishing. Yeah, it's a little high. I mean, Jake, whatever. again, it's your it's your turn to rate. The okay, movie. well, I gave it a three for effects. I I didn't think it was good. It was not the worst I've ever seen. It just is reeking of the era, which does not age okay. well. Like it's it's CG heavy. That's what you're gonna get from the early, not early, but well, yeah, the early like 21st century, the aughts. Like not good, but it's what they're called. Yeah, yeah. Just go with practical. That go just... with practical all the time, all the goddamn time. Do that. I'm yeah. not going to give you a three yeah. at that point. It'll age so much better, and it'll be so much more fun in its terribleness. I don't know. I, I just don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that leaves us with overall. Mark, overall. I actually had fun watching this oh, movie, God. so I'm going to give it a bit of a tilt up. My numbers say it's a three and an eighth. I'm not giving it that. I still think it's a below average movie, and... If you were to put my number into Rotten Tomatoes, it would continue being a zero. I'm giving it a four and a half. Mm. Okay. Still seems too high to me. I'm giving it a three. And I think that I agree with you, Mark. I did have fun watching this because of how reminiscent of the era it is. And just, I have not laughed as hard as I laughed at the I command you to be gone from this cell phone scene <laughs> in a long time. So it gets some props for that. So it's a three, Jake. I give the same score as you. Three. Almost same reasons. Very right. very little else to add, and frankly, I don't want to spend the time or breath. Still a pretty tight grouping. Which, Mark, <clears throat> means yep. that you now get to explain to us why you should drink beers and watch this with your buddies. Sure. I mean, I honestly don't feel like that's that hard of a task. There's what? something special about bad movies that are just... They're not trying to be bad. They just fail on almost every level. This is a. This would be a movie... That is, it's sufficiently gory. There's enough effects that people can constantly be talking about, and the story is so asinine that this is going to be a really fun movie to like, just sit around and watch with your bros and riff on. Essentially, you can mystery science theater the shit out of this thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow, you did a way better job than I expected, but you know, I'm better at this segment than the 30 second plot synopsis. Okay. Good. <laughs> Jack, we gave it the same score, so. Um, Here we go. Yeah, don't do it because it's a terrible movie. It's not worth watching. I, I think, to like, despite Mark's point, which I do agree with to an extent, um, there are movies that do the thing. They do the thing that allow you to mystery science theater it better than this by a long shot. Like, the really shitty... I I think that requires, like, B-movie type thing to really have fun with. Whereas this is just... Some horse shit. Honestly. (laughs) Well, I guess that's... I guess that's kind of my point, is there's a difference between a B-movie that's intentionally being a B-movie. I prefer that, though. Like... Than an A-movie that is unintentionally a B-movie. A B-movie can still be... Honest in certain ways. Like that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that it's like not going for like a a, a, a rounded story and a tight script and all that. Like I, I don't know, Mark. I this seems like this is a fucking twenty seven million dollar movie. Are you kidding me? Well, that's that's kind of what my point is. Is no, at that point, it's so just, hard. Oh God. Okay. I, if you're gonna try that hard, I I guess there's a certain amount of like fun that can be. It's Schadenfreude at that point. Yeah, that's a good way of describing it. Okay. 
fine. If you if you like watching things that are Scheidenfreud with your friends, then this would be a good movie to watch. If you don't like that, then that would not be a good movie to have a beer with your friends. Great. Yeah. We got through it. <laughs> We've reviewed good work, boys. <laughs> Nailed it. Mm. <laughs> Jake, Jake might be having a panic attack. So we reviewed one missed call, uh, and that didn't take very long because we all had almost nothing feelings to say. about That's it. That's Mark's issue. <laughs> um, but luckily, there's only one movie left on our uh, schedule of upcoming movies we're going to review. So this feels like a really good time to figure out the next shitload of movies we're going to watch. So why don't we uh, scribe our futures into stone here and figure out what we're doing? Mark, I understand you have a a method by which we're going to do this draft. I mean, it's not really a method so much as I just want a little bit more freedom this time. Okay. We went with a, okay. We've gone with a game the last two, and I, I think over the course of the last whatever that amounts to, 18 weeks or so. Uh, you just we, want to watch one particular movies. movie. That's what this is about. That's not defense, true. There's so, so many movies. <laughs> oh, God. There's so many movies I want to watch. Uh, so here's what we're going to do this time. Okay. We're each going to pick a movie from three different categories, okay? We're going to do a guilty pleasure movie. So that's a movie that, I mean, I guess it can be recognized as being good if you want it to, but it should be something that you like that you do feel like a certain measure of guilt for liking. Okay? Okay. That's tough. We're going to pick a blind spot. So this is a movie that, that, like the Andy Dwyer quote, at this point I'm too afraid to ask. This is a movie that you've probably, like, said you've seen just out of the pure social obligation to having have seen this movie already, but you have not. Okay, so that making sense? And then the last one's just going to be a wild card. This is the movie that's been floating around in your brain for the last couple weeks that you just want to add to the A to Z horror universe. I like that. Okay. All right. Um, Yeah, so what what, what category are we going to start with... uh... Guilty what was pleasure. the first one you said? Guilty Pleasures. All right, Jake, let's kick it off with you. Hit us with a Guilty Pleasure movie. I'm ready. Okay. Do it. Brain Dead or Dead Alive. Peter Jackson joint just absolutely bursting at the seams with blood and gore. Very, very over the top. That's the type of movie that not necessarily your quality film production, but my God, is it fun. I like that. That's that's a good one. Great. It's a good pick. Mark, it's on you. Guilty Pleasure movie. Sure. Uh, since I was the one who came up with these categories, I've had this one teed up for a moment. Sure. But uh, we're going to watch Final Destination 1. Okay. I fucking love that series. You stole man. mine. I, I love it mine. so much. It. You stole mine. <laughs> and it's going to be it's gonna be perfect because it's going to be on the tails of this movie, which was like such a shitty facsimile. I, I agree with <laughs> Final that Final Destination. Sure, yeah. <laughs> which leaves Jack. And I think I took his, so this is going to be a minute. You, you did. You stole mine. <laughs> yeah. Homeboy gets decapitated by a hubcap. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> I, I've got a pretty good one here, and I don't. And this is a guilty pleasure because I like it more than I should. And I'm, I'm actually curious to know if you guys have seen this one. I'd like us to watch the the late '60s movie "Destroy All Monsters." Okay. I like that. I have um, never heard I've, of that. Never heard of it, Jacob. Do you know? Are you aware oh, of yeah. this movie? Oh yeah. Yeah, so this is you know there's Godzilla's yeah. trashing around. Just, you got to kill a bunch of shit. It's good, good movie. Yeah. We're gonna watch okay. this. Okay, and this I is very much it. a popcorn and beer movie. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. 
That's exactly what I like to watch in my life. Yeah. So next up is going to be Blind Spots, you're saying, Mark. This is the one that, you know, you've told people, yeah, I've definitely seen this movie. And, yeah, and you you've definitely yeah. heard of this movie. You've probably told people that you've seen this movie. You've actually never seen this movie. Okay. Right. Yep. All right. I like that. Jake, I, I like to start with you. Let's do that again. Okay. <clears throat> All right. My blind spot. What do you got, Jake? Let the right one in. I've heard, interesting. yeah, I've heard a ton of really, really good things. Like this is, I think, widely regarded as one of the best horror movies of the two thousands, if not the best. Uh, I haven't seen it, so that's definitely I a like blind that spot very for me. Much. I want to see it. Awesome. Yeah, Leslie's been telling me to suggest that movie for since we started this. Well, there you go. So. Sweet. I like that. All right, Mark. How about you? This is one that uh, we've referenced. Actually, it, it's been an uptick in references recently. Oh, uh, good. I feel like the universe is kind of mocking me for this. I've never seen American Werewolf in London. Oh, boy. Yes. So we're going yes. down that path. Wow. Well, like that's that. that's a that's a weird blind spot because I've seen that about 25 times. So That's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's what a blind spot is. Yeah. That's what we're going for here. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. Happy with that. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with one. It's, it's a little bit odd and we've never really done a sequel like this before, especially an out of order one, but this is a movie that I, I know I've lied to someone about having seen, and I have definitely not seen this movie. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Um, but I have never seen a nightmare on Elm street dream warriors start to finish, okay. sat down and watched okay. it. Okay. Solid. Yeah. Okay. And I, I have a distinct memory of lying to someone about how great that movie is. <laughs> there's like wrestling and stuff happening in it yeah it's great welcome to prime time so that's what i'm picking i'm, I'm happy with that pick yeah happy there'll be a lot of docking it'll be great yeah cool that takes us to wild card um wow jake's flipping off the 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 webcam i feel like you're like really struggling hard with the literal just suggest okay okay so a movie we want we just kind of want to watch with the group maybe can be, something exactly. we, can be something we've seen we want to watch with a group because we're interested in dissecting it. It can yes. be any movie you want yeah, to watch. Yeah, well, for, I, I, for that, with that framework in mind, something we want to watch, maybe we've seen it, which I have in this case, and we want to watch it with a group, and maybe it's time is limited, as is the case with this one on Shudder. I really want to watch with you guys Sauna. Okay. So we're going to watch Sauna. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. That's a, that's a real wild card pick right yeah. there. <clears throat> Jack. All right. Let's go in reverse order. Well, we've okay. Sounds good. We've already not done that, but we'll go like thanks, Mark. Snake order Asshole. reversed. That's I guess. like traditional um, fantasy sports draft style. Just trying to make it. Yeah, make I'm gonna sense. go with a movie that I I think is a modern classic. I think it absolutely will be a classic. Um, that I know we've all seen, or I, th- I think we've all seen, but we've never really talked about it. And I know it's come up on the podcast before. I'm gonna pick The Descent. Okay, I get it. Um, I also just want the chance to rewatch this with fresh eyes. I, I've seen it, but I, I, you know, I don't know if I've looked at it critically. So we're gonna watch the descent. Nice, M- Mark. That leaves I you. I already know what this one is. I don't think you do. do. I'm split between like three. Please pick the one that I want you to pick. <laughs> <clears throat> Asshole. Is that the Congo? You want me yes! to pick the Congo, right? <laughs> do it. <laughs> uh. This one spawned a franchise, which I don't think was surprising at all to the people who made it. It's one of the scarier films I I have seen in memory. 
Uh, okay. I'm going with The Conjuring. Oh, okay. That's a good call. Everything you I feel said like that's one that we need title, to have. I thought was going to be a different movie. I did too, yeah. and the movie I wanted you to pick. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, there was a lot of setup there. Okay, great. <laughs> Very clever. Very clever. No, I like that. The Conjuring's a good movie. So to recap, there you go. For guilty pleasure picks, we have Jack picking Destroy All Monsters, myself picking Brain Dead, Mark went Final Destination, the original, part one. Oh Those God, are all I'm good so picks. Blind Spot, Jack went with Friday the 13th, Dream Warriors, a lot of docking. I went with Let the Right One In, and Mark, his blind spot wait, was American wait, Werewolf in wait. London. Did you say Friday the 13th, Dream Warriors? The Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors. <laughs> That would be a way better movie. <laughs> Jack pick Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors. Jake pick there you go. Let the Right One In. Mark pick American Werewolf in London. Holy shit. Yes. Wild card. Jack pick <laughs> The Descent. Jake pick was Sauna, and Mark picked The Conjuring. I'm happy with a decent picks. little list, guys. Yeah. I think we should randomly shuffle the order of those maybe because they kind of seem to fit into like you know what i mean that yeah we don't want a bunch of guilty pleasure movies right next to each other that's what i'm talking about it's gonna be a bunch of bunch of weeks right in a row of like zero scare factor but well fun yeah we can do that but we're not gonna tell the listener how because fuck you guys you gotta keep you're just gonna secret. have to tune in well we'll tell them the week before yeah, or you could just read the name of that episode because because the name of the episode will have the movie in it so not anymore it won't yep no. Assholes. We're going to redact it. Really got all be there. X's. Redacted. A to Z horror episode, whatever, 40 something. X, 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 X. Surprise spoilers. <laughs> we, we've got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, please. Yeah, th- this has been a weird wow. one. Wow. <laughs> episode 37 of the A to Z horrorcast just happened. <laughs> to check out everything we have going on, head over to A to Z horror.com or check out everything we got going on on the social networks. And by that, I mean on Twitter or on the Horror Amino app. Those links will be in the description down below. And as Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, head on over to downrightcreepy.com. See everything that's going on over there and on the Phantom Podcast Network. A lot of cool shit, you guys. Next week, we've got the final round of this crop of picks. That's going to be seven, which will be a lot of fun. And then after that, you got the movies coming at you in whatever order we so choose. So we'll see. Until next time, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some more movies. Have a great week, everybody. You are incomprehensibly stupid. No, I'm just I'm just annihilated.